Becoming an authentic, fearless, fabulous speaker will get you noticed as an expert and an influencer. Everyone has the power to speak from their soul and has a fearless presenter inside just waiting to come out and shine. Welcome to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. We'll show you how to tap into your power, own your authentic voice, and speak your truth on stage, in video presentations, and everyday business life. Now, here is your host, Abigail Rebecca. Well, hello and welcome to the Present Your Power show here on Voice America. I hope you're having a great week so far and it's so great to have you join us from wherever you are um, listening in the world, really. Um, You know, I I was working it out the other day. We have listeners from over 17 countries that listen to this show and that's awesome, right? I mean, I'm a presentation coach as well as a motivational speaker and a radio show host and my vision is to create a million voices, a million women's standing up and speaking their truth and I'm so excited to be able to reach so many people with this show like all over the world and not just women men too obviously so you know we've had some pretty amazing guests on this show so far and today is no exception and he's going to be sharing with us how to create meaningful celebrity that attracts media speaking engagements and clients using a best-selling book and that's interesting isn't it that word celebrity so I'm going to ask our guest Rob about his interpretation of the word celebrity in a minute but here's mine so celebrity to me means that you're well known a recognized person it might be because you're an expert in your field you've written a book or you appear on tv or you speak on stages you may be a celebrity on social media or you may be a celebrity to your email list whatever your interpretation of celebrity is it basically means that you're being visible and i meet so many entrepreneurs that ask me, Abby, how do I get really successful in my business? How do I become the go-to person in my industry? How do I attract my ideal clients? And I say, it's simple. You should learn to feel really comfortable with promoting yourself, putting yourself out there and just being really, really visible and I get it that often feels really uncomfortable right so I'm like listen if you're serious about your business and you're determined to make a difference in this world you'll do it you you have to do it there's no point being the world's best kept secret and actually you're doing the world a disservice by not sharing your knowledge in a way some might say you're being selfish if you don't share your knowledge. So what do I mean by that? Well, it's like me being given a secret formula. So this formula is going to make me rich beyond my wildest dreams. It's going to enable me to travel the world and have the most amazing experiences. And it's going to make me so, so happy. And I take this formula and I just keep it to myself. I don't share it with anyone. I'm okay. I have this formula. I've solved my problems. So I'm just going to sit over here um, in my nice car, you know, maybe my gold-plated Bentley and not share it with you. That's selfish, right? 
Um, and I get it that sometimes it can be so scary to be visible. We're humans. Those fears show up. They're natural. But there are people out there, experts who can help you. And I have one of those experts on the show today who will help you. Now, the way that I help entrepreneurs be successful is that I transform them into fabulous presenters. And one way to get really, really visible is to present yourself on live and pre-recorded video. So that's why I've put together a free gift for you. And it's called the five biggest mistakes when making a video and how to avoid them. You know, I see so many entrepreneurs putting video content out there and so many entrepreneurs make these classic mistakes. So if you visit abigailrebecca.com forward slash video hyphen mistakes, so that's abigailrebecca.com forward slash video hyphen mistakes, you can go and load your free gift, especially from me. So let's talk about how to promote yourself even further, shall we? If you're tired of chasing clients and sometimes even catching the wrong ones, then the big issue is that you're positioning it all wrong. They, in fact, should be chasing you. Nobody likes to chase anybody, right? You all like to be chased. So on our show today, we'll dive deep into how correctly using a best-selling book solves this problem and magnetically pulls clients to you. And my guest today is Rob Cosberg, who is an international best-selling author. He's the founder of um, bestsellerpublishing.org and has been featured so many places like ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, and also the Wall Street Journal. And Rob has spoken to and taught thousands of entrepreneurs, coaches, and consultants how to stop hunting for clients and instead position themselves as the hunted. So his clients include US ambassadors, CEOs of billion dollar companies, professional athletes, as well as expert coaches and consultants from 26 different niches he'd probably say niches because he's from the the states i'm from the uk (laughs) so i say niche (laughs) so through his trademark to trademark and publish promote profit program rob helps his clients create their own professional best-selling book guaranteed and then teaches them how to use that book to grow their income via speaking engagements free publicity and lead generation strategies rob welcome to the show thanks abby great to be on with you and uh i must say i didn't know you had a gold-plated bentley i look forward to seeing that one day (laughs) rob that's my future that's when i've worked with you and and done my book (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it So, um, so Rob, I've already mentioned that I'm I'm calling in today. I'm presenting this show from the UK. Whereabouts in the world are you? Because I know you get to travel a lot, don't you? I do. Um, I I don't love to travel, believe it or not. I I love to travel on vacation with my family, but I don't love being away from my family uh, all that much. And so uh, I'm in LA. Uh, that's where I live. That's where my offices are. Actually, outside of Pasadena, California, near the Rose Bowl, uh, if you uh, know what that is. And so I uh, love it here. This is where we call home. I love LA. I've like I fall. I've properly fallen in love with it over the last year since I've been there back and forth. It's um, what an amazing place in the world to live, Rob. It is beautiful. I, I love it here. 
um, you know, great friends here. My family's all here, you know, wife and kids and, uh, of course, my office and business and employees and all that. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> so just a little introduction, a little story here. So I first met Rob at an event last year. Um, and at the event, I don't know if you remember this, Rob, but they split the room into two groups because there was going to be two speakers. So one was the public speaking guy and one was yep. the book guy who was Rob. Anyway, I went into the room with the public speaking guy <laughs> because that's my what? area of expertise. I know. I'm so sorry, Rob. <laughs> You see, you thought I was going to say, and I went with Rob and he changed my life. No, I went with the public speaking guy because, listen to this, it's my area of expertise, right? And I wanted to see how he was going to do his pitch. But then at the end, as I was coming out the room, I ran into so many people who were raving about you, Rob. And I was like, mm, I've missed a trick here. Anyway, in the end, luckily, I got to hear you speak on the main stage. And you are such a great speaker and teacher. And thanks for that, Rob. And I remember just sitting there and writing down so many notes. You weren't just sharing um, about being an author and about writing you were also sharing some really pretty amazing business techniques um so I remember it well and then since then our paths have crossed because Rob is an amazing guest coach in my business coach's mastermind and he's very very generous so I've been lucky enough to be coached by Rob and also Rob I've watched your training webinars that you've delivered especially for us and now you're on my show so that's why I'm so delighted to have you here Thank you so much. It's great. As I said, it's great to be on with you. I, I love I love being a guest coach in, in Shanda's group, and obviously I'm going to be at her event uh, again this year where we're co-sponsoring it. And so, you know, pretty. I always do that with one or two events a year, and that's that's certainly my favorite. Perfect. I'm going to be sharing this now with everybody that I'm inviting to that event because I know if you're going to be, I, I mean, I know it's going to be an amazing event anyway, but that's just the cherry on the top. So, Rob, it'd be really lovely just to start off really just by kind of talking a little bit more about what you do. Like how, how did you get to do what you're doing now? It'd be really great to hear a little bit about your story. Yeah, you know, um, I don't come from the traditional publishing world at all. And, um, you know, probably, you know, 15 years ago, if someone would have told me <clears throat> that I'd be doing this and that I'd have, you know, several best-selling books myself, I, I'm certain I would have never believed them. Um, I, I come from a real estate background and uh, wrote my first book um, going on 11 years ago for my financial services company, which was a company that I owned at the time. And I, I did it coming off the financial crisis. You may remember in 2007, 2008, certainly here in the United States, it was crushing, crushing and crippling um, the, the real estate industry and uh, business in general. And uh, I wrote my book uh, to kind of rebrand myself and um, build some authority on the advice of a couple of mentors and coaches that suggested I do that. And I took their advice, thankfully. And uh, the book exploded, um, helped me to, to grow a multi-million dollar year business from scratch uh, in a very short period of time in a year. And uh, this was when the economy was still terrible. This is back in 2008 and 2009. And, um, 
you know, from there, I just had people starting to ask me, how are you doing it? What are you doing? What did you do? And I just became a Pied Piper, so to speak, for writing a book and, uh, and sharing, you know, what it is that I did. And uh, little by little, people started asking me to help them, uh, and I did. And uh, this new business, uh, well, new as in seven years old, um, bestseller publishing, uh, just grew completely organically out of, you know, kind of my own success with my book. So it was uh, very fortuitous for me and, and for many of my clients. Pretty cool. That's so cool that it, it's it's something that grew organically and it was it was because of you writing that book. So it's like you say, you're not from a traditional background of book publishing, but you've you've taken something that's make obviously made such a massive difference in your business and your life, and then taken that formula and then shared it with the world. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and and, and took the, all the mistakes that I made <laughs> and all the money that I wasted, right? Because there's plenty of people that will line up to take your money and and not uh, and not produce any meaningful results. And so, uh, you know, I was I was able to shortcut my success the second and third time around with my books and shortcut the success of my clients because I I knew by personal example what worked and what didn't work. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm not in some ways I'm not romantic about this. I know many authors are are romantic and, it you know, it's it's about the you know, the, uh, romanticized version of authorship. And to me, it's, this is pragmatic. I'm a, I'm a business person. I'm a marketing guy. Uh, my clients want to make money with their book and they want to grow their celebrity. They want to grow their authority, which is really what a book does. And it's why very successful people continue to write books. Um, and so, you know, I'm I, obviously I love what I do, and I I love reading, and I love writing myself. But I'm I'm more pragmatic than I am romantic, if you know what I mean. It, it's about mm-hmm. results for for me and my clients. Yeah, now I get that. So the 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 title of the show today. So just to explain to our listeners, um, whenever I go, you know, wherever I go, I. I Basically, I've got a list. I've got a a list of people that I want to interview for my show. And Rob, obviously, was on that list. And thankfully, he said yes. And then when 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 somebody says yes, I'm then like, well, you know, what do you want to you know, this is kind of like the genre of the show, but it's about presenting your powers. So there's so many different things that that, you know, that can we can talk about on the show. Um, And I always say, you know, have you got have you got a, a title that you'd like to call the show? And yours is how to create meaningful celebrity that attracts media, speaking engagements and clients using a best selling book. And I really, really love that because this this word celebrity I mean it's got there's so many um interpretations of it but what's your interpretation of that Rob like why do you use that word and 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 how is that linked then into you know becoming a successful author and entrepreneur yeah um great question um you know the 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 title of of uh of this show as well as the way I like to communicate it is not just celebrity, but meaningful celebrity. Um, Mm. There is, in my opinion, plenty of meaningless celebrity in the world. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, one, one might, um, 
think of someone like the Kardashians, for example. (laughs) Uh, Why did that just come in my head then? (laughs) You know, it probably comes in most people's heads. (laughs) Uh, It it certainly is meaningful to them, right? Mm. Every bikini selfie and, you know, leaked porn video and and all the garbage that's put out has meant uh, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in income to them. But as far as real impact on the world, positive impact on the world, I'd say that it was meaningless. Um, So, you know, celebrity in and of itself is not necessarily what we're going for. What we're going for is is a meaningful celebrity where you can make both an income uh, with your message, but an impact, a positive impact on the world as well. And so... You know, um, celebrity, whether we like it or not, celebrity is at the top of what I call the hierarchy of desire. Um, You know, the way you make more money and make a greater impact on the world is by being more desirable in your field. And if you are, you know, at, say, at the bottom of, of the pyramid, you know, you're a you're a practitioner, uh, you're, you're somebody that, um, you know, has uh, some knowledge. Maybe you have a couple of initials after your name, right? And so you're, it's, you, you might, in the, in the, uh, as an attorney or as a dentist or as a doctor or a financial advisor, you're, you're a certified financial planner, you may be looked at as an expert in the eyes of, like academia, because you you got those extra initials. But if you're not looked at as an expert or thought leader or celebrity by the market, then you're not really very desirable. And if you're not desirable, then you're not going to make the kind of income and the kind of impact that you want. So the book is really all about raising the level of desire on this you know, what I call hierarchy of desire. And, and so celebrity might in some ways have a, have a negative connotation if you, if you think of it, again, like the Kardashians. But we want to think of it in a very meaningful and positive way. And, and when you think of it that way, then it's desirable both for you and for your audience, in my opinion. Mm, I love that. Raising the level of desire. I've just written that down to my little notepad because I'm learning with this as well as the audience um Rob we're going to go for a very short break um but it'd be great if we could sort of talk about that a little bit later um when we come back from our break um so um you can learn more about Rob um by visiting bestsellerpublishing.org that is bestsellerpublishing.org stay tuned as we'll be right back to talking to Rob right after these messages. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity, wealth, and abundance in your business through public speaking? 
As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit abigailrebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Welcome back to Present Your Power with me, Abigail Rebecca, and my special guest today is Rob Cosberg, who is an international best-selling author, and he's also the founder of bestsellerpublishing.org, and is often known as the book man. Is that right, Rob? That's right. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you like being called the book man? You know, not particularly. <laughs> but... But it's okay because uh, you know people need labels, and and uh, and that's better than another label they could give me. So there you go. <laughs> I was going to say there could be worse things that you could be called, and um, there could I be think... many worse things. That's one hundred percent right, <laughs> and they'd be accurate too, more than likely. <laughs> I also think as well that you know you're referred to as the bookman instead of a uh, bookman. You know that kind of that kind of points to the fact that you're you know you're pretty special and expert in your field. <laughs> that, that's a very positive way to look at it. Thank you. I'm I'm, I'm not is. a book guy. I'm the book guy. There you exactly. go. Exactly. You see, I'm full of positivity. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> 
So, Rob, we were talking about, just before we went to the break, about this um, pyramid um, and the, the pyramid of, of desire. Well, actually, that's, that's a bit dodgy, the pyramid of desire. Um, so the, the pyramid of desirability. And um, you were talking about the raising level of desire. And I just love that. I love the way that you've you've painted that picture. So you could have somebody at the, you know, at the bottom of that pyramid who is a real expert in their area because, you know, they, they, they're um, um, you know, they, they, they could be very well trained and have letters after their name and, you know, be an, uh, academically successful. But then actually it's, it's just getting to that point where, you know, you, you're a thought leader. You're not just an expert in your field. You know, you're well known. You have this, um, this celebrity state, this positive um, celebrity status, this meaningful celebrity. So I found it really yeah. interesting. You talked about that pyramid. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think about the, you know, I mentioned practitioners. So, you know, just take uh, take attorneys for a moment. Uh, we got plenty of them in the United States. You have plenty of them in, in the U.K. And, and, and throughout Europe and Asia. Um, you know, they're coming out of law school, and they're lucky to get a job here in the United States maybe making 40000 bucks a year. And after a, after a few years, they may get a raise. Uh, they they may get to fifty or or, or sixty thousand dollars a year. Uh, they're still paying student loans, and they're they're generalists. Even if they're specialists specializing in a certain kind of law, they're still only going to be making sixty or seventy thousand bucks a year. It's only when they begin being magnetic and attractive because of authority that they're building outside of what they know. And, and that comes by raising the level of attention on them, raising their level of celebrity expertise, thought leadership, not in the eyes of the universities, but in the eyes of their marketplace. And, and that's, what a, that's what a book does so magnificently, as well as media and PR and, and that kind of attention which goes right along with having a book. And, and as that grows, you know, quite frankly, there can be two attorneys or, or coaches or consultants of any kind that are absolutely equal in ability. But if they're unequal in the eyes of their market, one is seen as a celebrity and the other is just seen as a specialist, then the celebrity will make 10 or even 100 times as much money as the other, even if they're the exact same ability-wise. So you may think that's unfair, but that's just the market voting by the level of, de of desire that that person has. So we want, we can engineer that. That is, that is not accidental. That is engineered, and you can engineer that with a book. So... Uh, this is a really simple question, but wh where on earth would you start? So we've got somebody who is now listening to this show and you've piqued their interest. They're like, yes, I, I want to be that person. I want to be an expert outside of my area of expertise. I want to be a thought leader. Like, I really, really want to to write a book. I mean, where, where do you start? Where, how do you direct people? Well, um, you know, it, it obviously everything starts internally. So um, the New York Times did a survey some years back, 
and they found that eight out of 10 adult Americans wanted to write a book. Eight out of 10. Wow. 80%, which is nuts. <laughs> but how many actually ever do? Like less than one out of 100 ever do. You know, it's a, it's a fraction of a percentage. So this, this inner desire, you know, is where it begins. Like if somebody is listening and, and is thinking, yeah, I, I'd like to write a book, then I'd say probably the odds of them doing it are really low, <laughs> just to be honest, because it's hard. It's especially hard if you don't know what you're doing. You're not getting help from the experts because once you write the book, the book then has to be published. The book then has to be promoted. The, the book then has to um, uh, be the thing that attracts media, lead generation, speaking engagements. And all of that is done purposefully. It's not done accidentally. So, you know, the first step is you got to really see that, like, this is the answer to your problem with your business, with being invisible to your marketplace. Because if, if you don't have a, a strong enough desire, you'll never follow through. I, I mean, I've just seen it too many times. I mean, we get, we get three to 500 applications a month, and I'm talking full applications with six to eight questions answered, you know, begging for calls from my author development coaches. And of those hundreds, there are only, we only pick about 15 to 20 a month that, you know, have both the desire, the ability financially and resource wise to actually, you know, and are willing to actually take, Mm -hmm. take the steps necessary. So it's a, you know, it, it starts with really knowing, hey, this is what I need to do. That That's the first place. So, so a really, really good mindset and a desire to just do whatever it takes to get there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, um, and I, I, gosh, it just sounds so simple, right? But I mean, <laughs> I deal with this every single day, as do you and your business, right? And mm. so you know, how many people are there in the world that say they want to change and they just never do? And mm. so, you know, if you say you want to write a book, fine. I mean, I, I, I talk, my author development coaches and I talk to clients dozens every single week that have been trying to write a book for 10 years. <laughs> and, and so, you know, and they still aren't any closer to being completed. The amount of money that they have lost is, I mean, it would, it would make them sick to their stomach if they ever really embraced it and understood how much time and money they have lost in this, in this you know, circular thinking. So if you don't really, you know, if, if, if you just see this is a kind of a cute, nice thing to do, then, hey, don't even do something else. <laughs> you know, like don't even waste another moment thinking about it. Uh, but if you if you look at it and you say, well, let me see. Everyone at the top of my profession is a best-selling author. Everyone that I aspire to be like as far as financially, uh, the kind of impact that they're making on the world is a best-selling author. Hmm, maybe I should be a best-selling author if I want to be in the place that they're in. In fact, no one had ever heard of them until they wrote their book. No one had ever started paying them the 
massive fees that they get until they wrote a book. When you start connecting all those dots and you really embrace that truth, you know, then, then you're on your way. But, you know, there's, there's going to be lots of pitfalls and challenges. So you can't just see that as, this is an interesting thing to do. You've, you've really got to take a, a deep look at it and say, is this the answer for me? Do I really want to have meaningful celebrity? Because I don't know a single person, not one person, who is at the top of their field that isn't a best-selling author on the subject matter. So, you know, to me, it's, it's simple, right? It's, it's one plus one equals two because I've seen it done so many times. I know that others have to come to their own conclusion about it, but that's the place to begin. And that's crazy, right? That you've got, you've got people that have spent like 10 years and they still haven't finished their book. Um, what, what, what is the, what are the most common reasons that you find for that, that kind of hold people back? What do they normally have to overcome? You know, if, if someone has decided they really want to do it, the, the first challenges are always the same and that's okay. What do I write about? And how do I write it? Um, mm. Which actually, you know, if you've worked with as many authors as, as we have, th- that's not a challenge. But, of course, if you're doing this for the first time, it is. So, you know, w- what I tell my, my clients to answer number one, which is what do I write about, is number one, no one wants you to, to write your autobiography or memoir, okay? Uh, unless your name, let's, let's go back to Kim, uh, unless your name is Kim Kardashian, no one cares about your life. Like, like no one knows who Rob Kosberg is. If I wrote my memoir or autobiography, be like, you know, I mean, maybe three of my family members would read it and two or three of my close friends would read it. Right? <laughs> like, like people want to read something that will be helpful to them. Now, that doesn't mean that my story isn't helpful. But my story has to be packaged in a way that communicates the needs of my ideal audience. So we always tell our clients, the first thing you want to think about is, you know, what are the pains? What are the frustrations? What are the challenges of your ideal client? And how can you help them to solve those things? That's what you're going to write about. And then your story and maybe client case studies or examples are going to be what you use within the material of your book. But always first think, okay, what, what do my readers need? What do my clients need to hear from me? That's going to give you the what to write about. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So what's keeping them up at night, maybe? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's, in some ways, it's marketing 101. But I can't tell you the number of people that email me that, you know, they're writing their, their memoir or their autobiography. And I'm like, you know, I hate to tell you, but no one's interested in that. They, they've never heard your name before. Why would they be interested if, if you're not Hillary Clinton or, or Donald Trump or Kim Kardashian? No one, wants to, no one wants to read that. They're interested in their story. And you can mm. help them with your story, but you've got to package it in the right container. Otherwise, it'll never get read. Mm. 
And and Rob, just just before we go to the break, because we've only got a few more minutes before we go to the break. But you you talked there about the fact that you have all these applications a month, but then you only accept a small amount. So what what does it take to to come and work with you? I mean, I know that you've mentioned some of that, like that deep desire. But what really is the criteria to come and work for you? If somebody really wanted to come and and chose, you know, for you to choose them to publish their book. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a couple things we look for. I mean, number one, we look for someone that we can help, right? And and there's an investment involved, so we want we want somebody that's going to get a return on their investment. And if you're writing a book of poetry, if you're writing a children's book or you know uh, some fiction, you know that's just not our wheelhouse. C- can you maybe make money? With a book of poetry, yes, maybe you can, but the odds are really low. Can you maybe write the next Fifty Shades of Grey uh, or the next Harry Potter? Yes, you can, but the odds are extremely low. Um, on the other hand, if you're a coach or a consultant, uh, a business owner, and you you know want to write a book about your expertise, can you make money with that? Yes, I can show you every day of the week how to get you know, make a hundred times what you invest in your book with your, your best-selling book. So we look first and foremost for people that are the right fit, uh, which for us are nonfiction authors, business owners, coaches, consultants, speakers, you know, experts in, in the, in the field. That's the, that's the first thing that we look for. And, and what I love about you and your services as well, Rob, and, and what your business does um, for these wonderful entrepreneurs and leaders and business owners that come to you is you not only help them publish the book, but also you then actively promote it so that they do become a bestseller. Yeah, you know, what we found is that most of the clients that come to us, I mean, the vast majority have have very little personal following, email lists, Twitter following. Which, by the way, if you ever try to get a traditional publishing deal, those are the five questions that they ask you. They, they don't care if you have the cure for cancer. Um, they want to know how many Twitter followers do you have, how many Facebook friends, uh, what's your email list size, how big is your business. They, they want to know if you have an audience already. Um, most of my clients don't have a giant audience, so we have what we call the promote feature where we do paid advertising, massive social media, press releases. It is a complete done-for-you campaign that helps our clients hit bestseller. In fact, we even guarantee it in writing that our clients will become international bestsellers with their book because we promote all over the world, Australia, New Zealand, throughout the U.K., Canada, and the United States. So. Um, so we, you know, we, we just look at what the issues are and address those issues. I love that. I love what you do, Rob. We're going for a break now, but um, you can learn more about Rob, as I said before, by visiting bestsellerpublishing.org. That's bestsellerpublishing.org. Um, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity, wealth, and abundance in your business through public speaking? As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration that opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time with award-winning authors Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit abigailrebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Hey, and welcome back to Present Your Power with me, Abigail Rebecca. And I'm so delighted today that we have with us Rob Kosberg. Welcome back, Rob. I think we had a bit of a panic then because my internet connection went, but there you go. <laughs> there's, some strange, right. there's some strange going on at the moment in the UK. I don't quite know what's happening, but yeah, something's going on. <laughs> but um, Rob, it's so great to have you. And um, we were talking before we went to the break um, about, you know, the kind of people that you work with. Um, and, you know, there, there definitely is a criteria because obviously, as you said, to work with you, there is an investment. So you truly, truly want people that, you know, that are going to be able to really have a massive return on investment um, with you. And, um, you know, I'm stating here for the record that when I do my book, I'm definitely working with you. I mean, I always, always say that. I was, we were just talking about in the break, um, a, a really good friend and colleague of mine who I was actually I interviewed a few weeks ago Sally she's got a business called Millionaire Yogi um she's going to be um 
publishing her book with you and um, we were talking about you over the weekend and um yeah I just I just think that what you're doing is just fantastic the fact that you're not choosing um to work with people just because of who they are and how many followers they ha- they've got you're actually working with people because you really truly believe in their vision and that's so special yeah, well, thank you. I mean, it's it's their vision, but, you know, there also has to be a, a good way to monetize their vision. So, you know, I mean, we have a few cases where, and, and quite honestly, I was a case where my book, my first book that I wrote, Life After Debt, was, um, you know, 11 years ago, and I used that book to start a brand new business. Um, but in most cases, our clients already have a business that, you know, as a coach, consultant, speaker, um, you know, advisor of some kind, they can now use the book to monetize and, and grow their celebrity and authority and, and generate leads for their business. That's the ideal situation. The person that just says, well, I just want my book to sell a million copies, that, that's not my client. <laughs> because, you know, the odds are, I mean, even if you have a following of tens of millions of people, the odds are you're not going to ever sell that many. Only, only a handful of books a year sell that many copies. Uh, and, and a million, I'm talking about out of, out of a million books that will be published this year, only you know about 10 will sell a million copies. So the odds are mm. that's not going to happen. So you have to find other ways to monetize it, and that's through your business. And mm. as I said, it's through creating that meaningful celebrity. The, uh, so the title of your first book was Life After Debt. It was, yeah. I, I wrote that for a financial services company that I owned at the time that, um, that helped people to build wealth, uh, get out of debt, build wealth, you know, everything from insurance and mortgages to, you know, advice on bankruptcy and debt settlement. So it was pretty comprehensive company. It was a brand new company. And, and through the book and the media coverage that the book got, uh, you know, it, it grew very, very fast. It's a great title. It really is. It's very clever. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, that, that is part of it, right? It's not the Rob Cosberg story (laughs) that people are interested Mm. in. It's their story. So that's that, you know, that speak, you know, the idea is the title needs to speak directly to the pain and the curiosity of somebody uh, in in the you know particular position that you can help them with. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, Rob. Like, how important is the title? Uh, it's super important because you know basically books are bought on covers and titles. So so you know we tell our clients your your title should be one, two, or three words that provoke curiosity um, and you know, give you part of the story, if you will. It, it, it's a hook. That's all it is. Now, you want to have a subtitle that's much more descriptive and benefit-rich, but you got to stop them in their tracks with the title. And so, you know, can it be more than three words? Of course it can. But that's the way we like to, we like to have our clients to think about their, their title. Mm. So, um, what, so when, when you work with entrepreneurs when they're writing a book, what what would you say are the three biggest mistakes that people make when they're writing a book? Um, 
Well, I shared one, and that's the biggest one, and that is, you know, that they write their story, um, a memoir or a, an autobiography, rather than writing directly to their audience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, no one wants to hear the Rob Cosberg story because they don't know who Rob Cosberg is. They want to hear, you know, life after debt, or they want to hear, you know, publish, promote, profit, the new rules of, of writing your book and, and growing your business. So, um, so that's, that's clearly number one. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'd say number two is, uh, and you know what? I'm going to actually say that's number two. Number one is (laughs) the, the biggest mistake people make is they, um, get in their own head and they get started too late. Like they don't take it serious enough and, and really get it going. Uh, as I as I shared, you know, we speak to hundreds of potential authors a month that have been wanting to write a book, and I mean, the average is five, six, seven years that they've been trying to write a book, and they've written a few pages, or they they have a table of contents, or they've even written fifty pages, but it's taking them way too long uh, to to write it and get it done. You, you just gotta. You got to make a decision and really plow through. That that's I guess I would say that that's number one, and then number two is the the whole what it is that they're writing about, and and does it speak to the ideal person? And number three, um, and you put me on the spot with three, but but the, this is a really third good one, and all of these are really big mistakes that I see. But I'd say number three is authors. Some authors think of, most authors think of their book as like a magic bean, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk. They go mm-hmm. out, they plant the magic bean in the ground, and then they do nothing, and they just expect it to grow to a giant <laughs> beanstalk, you know, yeah. while they sleep at night, right? And, and you know, that's not how it works. Um, you need to use your book, and you need to find ways to use your book. You need to send it to conferences, that you want to speak at. You need to send it to associations that you want to speak for. You need to send it to TV stations, radio stations that you want to be a guest on. You need to use your book proactively. You need to send it to potential clients that you have a phone conversation with. When you do that, it will be magic. But it's not going to be magic sitting on your shelf. It's not going to be magic even sitting on the shelf of Barnes & Noble. Yes, accidentally things will happen, but not near what would happen if you actually proactively used it. So, good, good question. There, there are three for you right there. So, uh, well, actually, I got that tip from somebody called Rob Cosberg that I watched on stage once, and he said, always talk about the three worst mistakes <laughs> that people make when. <laughs> well, those, those are good. I mean, those are really good mistakes, and... Uh, uh, if there is such a thing as a good mistake, <laughs> there are things to avoid. How about that? <laughs> so, Rob, you, you spoke there about, um, you know, booking speaking engagements, like using a book to leverage that. And I know that there'll be a lot of people that are listening now, either live or to the replay. Um, and that will have really piqued their interest because, um 
this show is called Present Your Power and it's presenting on any platform, you know, whether it be on stage or camera or, you know, in everyday business life. But I know that we have a lot of people that listen to the show um, that um, are, you know, really, really interested in speaking on stage. So actually what you're saying is that writing a book really, you know, has such a big impact on that and being able to um, not just... um, get the amount like the numbers of speaking um, engagements but you know more than likely being paid to speak as well you know getting those landing those big speaking gigs yeah um you know the, the first thing depending on you know how long you've been a speaker you already know this if you've been in the in the field for any length of time but the first thing to recognize is if you do not have a book Many of the biggest and best stages are closed to you, period. So, you know, most of the big opportunities require you to be a published author before they even give you a chance to speak. So I I had a client a few years back that sold his business to Intel for $130 million. It was a technology business. And he came to me um, to get his book done. And I always ask, you know, hey, why is it that you want to get your book done? What are you looking to accomplish? And he said, well, I, I want to speak on the TED Talk circuit. And, um, and you know, I hired an agent, and the agent asked me if I had a book. And I said, no, I, didn't, I don't have a book, but I just sold my business for $130 bucks. Isn't that, you know, worthy? And the agent <laughs> said, no. Um, it, you know, you're not even going to get an opportunity to speak on the circuit unless you're an author, a published author. So the first thing to recognize is, sure, you can speak You can speak to plenty of places without having a book, but the biggest and best stages are automatically closed to you without a book. Um, the second thing is, if you want to get even intermediate good stages, uh, you're in competition with every other speaker who's been doing it longer than you, who has a polished presentation. Maybe they're a better speaker than you are. And if you're in competition, then you need something that is going to give you a leg up on your competition. And, you know, look, that's a book and media appearances. Um, I've had clients that we've actually booked media appearance, I mean, uh, uh, speaking engagements for on major stages. I'm talking in front of 20,000 people that tried to get these opportunities, but never even sniffed the opportunity until we got the book. We got the media appearances for them and then showed the, um, the conference organizer, look, this guy's really hot, best-selling author, feature on ABC, NBC, CBS, etc. You want him. You want her. And, and now, of course, they were appealing to the mm-hmm. conference organizer. So you have to think in terms of competition. You're in competition for the best stages. You need to get a leg up on that competition. And then the book and the media is a big part of that. Absolutely. So, so important. Rob, um, everything that you're saying is just ringing so true. And I know that everybody will have really, really enjoyed this interview. But unfortunately, we're now coming to an end. (laughs) Time has gone so quickly. But Rob, thank you so, so much for for appearing um, today on the show. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, my absolute pleasure. All good things must come to an end. I understand that. So yeah, uh, it's uh, it's my honor to be with you and and with your audience. 
Perfect. And thanks ever so much for everybody um, for listening today. And uh, whatever you're doing this week, have a wonderful one. Until next week, goodbye. Thank you for listening to Present Your Power. Be sure to join Abigail Rebecca for another episode of the series next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week and challenge yourself to do something you've always wanted to do.